love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here, it makes me want to... Welcome. This is Dr. Bonnie Benita on Valley of the Black Dolls. So happy that you could join us. And today we are talking about being too proud to beg. How some black men feel they don't have to do anything just but exist to get us. And I have on the line with us today, Sky, and we want to talk about some of the issues that uh, that happens with relationships uh, between black men and black women, how we may need to start rethinking relationships, the intimacy, the obligations. Um, hello, Sky, are you there? Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Okay, so Sky, I had Charles on uh, from Tennessee. He said that he would not date a woman that was fat or a woman that had ch children. So I was wondering, what are, what are your views on something like that, if, if you heard that from a guy? Well, first of all, um, women as myself, I, I would not be missing anything from a like that, a girl who does not want a woman with kids because that indicates that he has no concept of unity or family. So they think we're missing something, but women of our stature we need to consider him for that matter. Great. And what about the part where he says he would not date a fat woman because she would not measure up to his uh, idea of what uh, a woman, his mate, should look like or be like? Well, as you mature, your list of requirements becomes should become reality and not a fairy tale. And it sounds like he's looking for a fairy tale as a grown man. Um, that's like a woman saying she wants a man that's tall, dark, and handsome. Well, in Atlanta, tall, dark, and handsome equals short, fat, and gay. <laughs> so, so repeat that. I'm sorry. I said, once you mature, your list of requirements for a mate becomes more realistic than a fairy tale. And as a man, it sounds like he's looking for a fairy tale and I said that's that's like a woman saying oh I want a man that's tall dark and handsome but in Atlanta that equals short fat and gay so I mean come on so if you were to meet Charles and he said that you were your, your weight was not conducive to what he would want his mate to be so far as your height and your weight what would you say to him I wouldn't say anything. I would just immediately think he has ED or uh, he has a you said, problem with... You said he has ED? Erectile dysfunction, and that's what he's trying to cover up. He's trying to put the title on me when it's really something wrong with him. Okay. So, so you're saying that if he starts with his requirements, it possibly means that you need to break out your ruler. Hey, he don't he don't get to have requirements until I break out my ruler. 
Okay, all righty then. So let me ask you a question because us black women, we have, because of the ratio of men to women, we have problems finding um, someone we're equally yoked with. What are some of the pointers you would have for black women like yourself who are desirous of a loving, caring, giving mate, and it seems like we're pitted against each other for who looks the best, um, who can take care of the guy the best, etc. What would you have for women that are in those type of situations? What information? Well, first of all, listening to his requirements, um, it takes me back to when women say, I want a man that's, you know, we're equally yoked and he has money and he can take care of me. We're considered gold diggers, correct? Correct. Okay, so I get a double standard for, for men. Okay. He's not digging for money, but he's digging for a statue. He wants a trophy wife. And what he doesn't understand is women want opposite. We, we don't want the, the money, the house, the car. Yes, we would love to be taken care of, but also mentally. Women want a God-fearing man, not a man that's all in the world of money. So he doesn't even understand the concept of what women really want. He has money, but after that, what? You know, the majority of them have money, which means they probably have some type of training and degree. But in Atlanta, everybody has a degree. So what what sets him apart? What would set him apart is being a good man. And a good man doesn't dictate the fact that you have money. Great. So if you had... Charles here, and I think he's ten in Tennessee, not Atlanta. If you had him on the phone with us today, what would you actually say to him? Um, I would say that he needs to rethink the way that he's approaching his situation. If he is really interested in a mate, then he needs to start thinking with a mind that is not... Mm -hmm of a teenager. It sounds like pretty juvenile. He needs to up the ante and think like a grown man, not like a myth. Myth the myth Okay. Well I talk with him offline and he's like he's not too proud to beg because he don't have to beg. He has everything that he wants and women are coming out of the woodwork just to be with him because he makes uh, upper six figures. Don't make me laugh. Six figures is easy. He oh. has six and what? What else does he have to bring to the table? That's like when women think that lie by with their looks and sex. Women think that they can get anything with money. But when you set money aside, what else do you have to offer? Are you a God-fearing man? Are you able to support me mentally? And from what I can tell, this is the type of gentleman that would just want to be him and his mate all the time. No kids, probably no outsiders, no family, no friends. And that indicates to me that he's a very selfish person. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So your advice for us 
African-American women who are trying to just make sure that we find someone that we're compatible with is, look, just do your best, be there, and God will send the right man to you that's for you. Absolutely. Um, First Timothy 16, you know, uh, money is the root of all evil. And if you're only thinking, oh, I can get her because money, what is that equal? Evil. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, well, I'm so glad I had an opportunity to talk with you. I did invite Charles on today. I did tell him that you had some comments about some of the comments that he made. And he said, bring it on. But I guess for some reason, he was intimidated by this call and decided not to join us. But thank you again. I really appreciate you coming on the uh, show, Sky. Uh, um, I have one last thing. It also sounds like he has a small penis in it which is sexually equivalent to uh, writing a check for $10,000. So, uh, and you know you don't have it. Because he has a so penis that is. You say he has a small what now, I'm sorry? Penis. And what makes you think he has a small penis? Because he has small penis energy. If he's always talking about money, that shows that he is sexually equivalent. It's, to, he, it's equivalent to writing a check. $10,000 and you don't have it. It's the analogy. Gotcha. He oh, he relates, he relates everything to money because that's all he knows. Gotcha. So we're going to have to tell Charles to get the ruler out before he can talk with Sky. So we're going to do that. Sky, thank you so much. Oh my God, I'm laughing. Thank you so much and thanks for joining the show today. And hopefully, if he decides to come back on later, will you at least talk to him for us? Um, if I'm okay. Well, I actually have a life and don't have time to sit around for someone who can't be on time. Oh, I got it. I got it. Thank you, Sky. Thank you so much. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Valley of the Black Dolls. I'm your host, Dr. Bonnie Benita. You can find us on Instagram, on Facebook, on uh, YouTube, and on Twitter. And we would love to hear from you. If you'd like to come on the show, if you could uh, send us an email at Dr. Bonnie. Benita at Bonnie Benita Worldwide. That's D R B O N N I E B O N I T A at Bonnie Benita Worldwide. Have a good day and enjoy the show. Take care. Thank you. Bye bye.